What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Face to Face. We have a slam-packed full house today, y'all. We have Tiffany, we have Tara, we have Rosie, and we have Keegan. And, of course, myself, guest speaker, my cat. He'll be in here shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, it's a good day. It's the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everybody, that's listening to this. Um, we have an interesting topic I'm going to do something that I never do, y'all. This is Tara's podcast today. I will be the listener instead of the speaker because this was her topic. This is her podcast. I told her that this was her podcast, and she seems content. And if she's not, it's a little bit too late because we're live. So, but <laughs> no, um, no, no pressure. But like I do with every podcast, we're going to pray and then jump right into it because the topic is amazing, y'all. So. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord Father God. Thank you for letting us all get here safely. Thank you for letting us see another 4th of July. Thank you for letting us see another day. Lord, we thank you for our next breath. Um, Holy Spirit, we thank you for this word that you gave terror and placed the scriptures on my heart. We pray that, Lord, you would increase and we decrease, uh, that you would have complete control over this podcast today. We love you, thank you, and praise you. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen. Amen. So like I said, um, Tara had this topic. She texted it to me the other day, and I instantly got the scriptures from it, or for it. And um, I read these scriptures a long time ago, and I told myself, man, I would never, I just thought it was just another story in the Bible. I thought I'd never be able to use it, so I'm super excited because I get to use it. Thanks to Tara. Give Tara a round of applause. But um, without further ado, Miss Tara, take the mic. Scripture. Cool. Uh, that was a chair. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I don't know how where you want to start, but um, I've definitely had a lesson that I've been being taught all the time that um, with my relationship with God that you just got to like show up and honestly sometimes when things get tough just show up and let God do the rest. Um, I mean recently when I got baptized, I was literally shaking. Like, I was so nervous because I, you know, I was doing it for God, but I didn't know what to expect. I was talking to actually Tiffany about it, and she was like, like, do you, you raise your hand? Do you, like, cry after? I was like, I don't know. And so, Take a bow. <laughs> and then after it happened, um, and so I was like, I'll just see what happens. And I literally just showed up and let God do the rest, and sometimes that's what you got to do because you know, you can't plan every detail because, you know, like Josh um, and I spoke about it the other day. It's like if you tell God your plans, you yeah. want to make him laugh, yeah. tell him your plans. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of like the topic of what yeah. And the scriptures that I got was, <clears throat> it was coming out of First Samuel chapter 3 and it's 18 verses, y'all. I know it's saying, oh my God, 18 verses, but I got to read all 18 so you can get the 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 context of it it's about samuel uh the prophet samuel when he was very very young so first samuel chapter 3 verse mm-hmm. 1 and the child samuel ministered unto the lord before eli and the word of the lord was precious in those days there was no open vision and it came to pass at that time when eli was laid down in his place and his eyes became to wax dim that he could not see 
And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here, I, here am I. And he ran, and Samuel ran to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you called me. And Eli said, I called you not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord yet called again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of God yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for you did call me. And Eli perceived the Lord, that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call you, that you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel at which both the ears of everyone who hears it shall tingle. And that day I will perform against Eli all the things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I begin, I will also make an end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows, because his sons made themselves vile, and he restrained them not. And therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli, that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering forever. And Samuel laid down until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered, Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that the Lord has said unto you? I pray you hide it not from me. God do so to you, and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said unto you. And Samuel told him every wit and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems him good. And when when Tara said that to me, that came to my scripture or came to that scripture came to my, my spirit because the topic is just being just showing up and letting God have don't pre plan nothing. You just literally show up and let God show out. Mm-hmm. And that's what Samuel did because Samuel went on to be one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament. He was the same prophet that was for King Saul, was the same prophet for David. And um but in this particular passage, he was young, he was working in the, the temple under Eli, and he heard his name called and he ran to Eli three times. And Eli's like, I didn't call you, so here's the deal. Because it said in the scriptures that Samuel, the Lord hadn't revealed himself to Samuel yet. He's like, here's the deal. Next time you get called, all I want you to say is that, Lord, your servant is here. I I hear you. And then he got the revelation revealed about Eli's house. And he didn't want to reveal it to Eli because it was talking about literally the destruction of his house. But he said in verse 18, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems him good. So... When we just literally do like Samuel, when we hear the call of God on our lives, when we hear the Spirit speak to us, all we have to do is don't try to pre-plan. Don't say, okay, God, I'll do this, but let me handle Don't do that. He's like, Lord, your servant hears. I'm listening. That simple. And then let God move 
and what he wants to and how he wants to move. But we have to just just be there. We have to just show up. We have mm-hmm. to be willing, no matter how painful it is, because once again, he didn't want to let Eli know what God said, you know. But he's like, it's what God said, let him you know what seems him good. Uh, so as painful as that was for Samuel to reveal to Eli, he had to be obedient. So when we just feel that unction or that urge to to go, you know, serve at church or go speak to a random person you don't know or to make the leap of faith and, and relationships or whatever, if we just show up as like, okay, God, I know this is you. We have to realize that this is God. I know this is you. I'm here. Do whatever you need to do, no matter how painful it is, no matter how ugly it can get, no matter how, how uncomfortable it can make me feel. I'm here. Your servant's here. I'm listening. That simple. That's what Samuel did, and you know, God had his hand on him in a mighty way, mighty, mighty way in the Old Testament. So when you said that topic, I'm like, okay, I get to use this story. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I understand what it actually means now from when I was like seven. Yeah. Uh, so but that's I, what I got out of it. Honestly, you just show up and, yeah, like you said, you got to just let him use you for whatever his purpose, his plan is because, you know, he only wants what's best for you. So you just sometimes got to be used by God and let him do what he needs to do to get you where he wants you to go and everything and not try to plan it or get your pride get in the way Mm -hmm. um and -hmm. just you know sometimes you don't need to know exactly what happens or you know think about what's going to happen from it you just gotta just show up and honestly have faith and trust that it will work out the way it's supposed to yeah and that's the hardest thing is just look and i've said and for some reason all now seven episodes of this podcast me and rose was talking about i believe that we're just in the season of obedience because every podcast we've ever talked about or had always started back to being obedient Mm -hmm. because obedience is better than sacrifice and the hardest thing about being obedient as i said in e-group is you know it may make you feel uncomfortable it may make you get out of your comfort zones like god i've never done this before i've I, i don't know you know if i'm well spoken enough I don't know if I can do this but um Keegan on our podcast that we had actually Will said it and this should be a t-shirt by the way Miss Rosie you're in a t-shirt making business but um he said that um God doesn't uh call the equipped but he equips the called mm-hmm. uh so I mean perfect example was Moses Moses had a, a speech impediment it says in the Bible uh, and he led the people out of Israel. I mean, uh, Egypt. So, uh, the the hardest thing is to have faith. And and he, what? How did Hebrews describe the writer of Hebrews describe what faith was? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. So when we step out in obedience, I'm like, okay, God, I'm here. We literally cannot pre-plan anything because, like, me and you was talking on the phone yesterday. It's like, we don't know what God has in store for us. And if we did, there would be no reason for prayer. There'd be no reason for faith. There'd be no reason for believing. There'd be no reason for God if we knew all the answers already. Mm -hmm. If I knew, you know, what my life would be like a year from now, six months from now, I wouldn't 
eagerly, okay, God, have your way in my life, there would be no need for it because I know what the final destination would be. Yeah. Uh, so just... But you also, I mean, you probably had no idea you'd be doing a podcast a month ago. No. And so you, what your plan is could be honestly less than what he has because he could, you know, at least for me, he completely changed my life. And so the person I am today, I never thought in my life I would be but you know that's what happened when you just show up i god told me and spoke to me about going to e-group and i got a family now out of it so you just sometimes gotta show up and it was funny you were talking about obedience and even the sermon this morning yeah yeah uncomfortable it's <laughs> not fun but at the same time you i mean if it's not challenging you it's not changing you and you gotta fight through it sometimes i know what um my next thing in my relationship with God is going to be super uncomfortable, but I know in the end it's going to be worth it and it's only going to benefit me and my purpose and plan that God has for me. Yeah, for sure. So how do y'all, how do y'all feel about it? Well, how do y'all from that topic alone out of personal experience, because this podcast for me was my God, I'm here type thing because I, I called Keegan two or three times about him. I'm like, bro, I don't want to seem like, you know, because we had this podcast thing that we had on YouTube. I like, I don't want to seem like I'm just better than everybody else and do my own podcast. He's like, bro, that's what God called you to do. Do it. And it was easy when it was super supportive. And then when I prayed, I'm like, I don't, God, you know I don't want to do this podcast. You know I don't know what I'm doing with this podcast. Um... I don't even know if anybody's going to hear this podcast. And then this microphone was blessed to me, and I bought those two microphones. And then so many people from eGroup was like, yo, yeah, definitely, I'm down, let's do a podcast. You know what I mean? And now it's been less than a month, and I'm doing my seventh episode. And it's on Spotify and Apple Music. You know what I mean? It's like if you're obedient and just open, like, God, I'm here. If this is what you want me to do, God will take you places that you never knew you could even think about getting to and that's why what I said yesterday is like I'm not going to get content right here or she told me he's like don't get content behind the microphone because you never know if I get content behind the microphone I could be tying God's hands for what the next level is you know what I mean you're limiting yourself yeah so right now I'm thankful that God's brought it this far but I'm also anticipating and expecting God to take it farther than I can even imagine. So, but I just had to like, you know what? Okay, God, I'm here. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And um, I'm here now doing this to y'all, with y'all. So, um, but yeah, I mean, how? what are personal experiences or scriptures or anything? Like how do y'all, how do y'all get down with that dough? Uh, it's funny, I actually just watched a sermon yesterday that went over that exact same scripture. Yeah. What? Do it. Why don't he do it? (laughs) And uh, the sermon was about answering the call. Answer the call. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And then we talked about Jonah today. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, man, Holy Spirit shows out. Yeah. Shows up and shows out. Uh, But yeah, I think we didn't really pay a lot of attention to Eli in that, though, because he. We could circle this all the way back around to wise counsel again. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could put all those in there, but because 
Samuel didn't know the Lord yet. Uh So he kept thinking that it was Eli that was speaking to him. Mm -hmm. And so... Eli had to have enough discernment about, okay, this is God trying to talk to him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we could circle it all the way back around to wise counsel, being obedient. And then, you know, also just like when you hear it, knowing his voice. Mm -hmm. So... Wow. It's all, it's we all had that podcast too. If you haven't checked it out, that one's on Spotify as well. God, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> but so um, but yeah, I, did, I definitely just uh, watched something on that, and it literally was called Answer the Call. Shout out to Transformation Church. <laughs> Transformation, that's Michael Todd, right? Yeah, it was yeah. actually um, Charles Metcalf that's doing the series, mm. The Paradox of Purpose. I highly recommend it to all y'all. It's very, very good. Um, that's crazy. I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah. Two cents in that. You're <laughs> But um, what about you there, Rose? Um, it honestly it started reminding me about one of the Elevation Worship songs we have. It's called Available, and mm-hmm. Tiffany Hudson sings in, and she's just talking about how like as broken as my life may be, I just give you every piece. And for me, I get caught up in well, God, you don't know. Like I have all the list of excuses for God, and I think all He wants is my availability, my willingness, my surrender, and all those things. And I think that's where it starts, is with um, surrendering and just letting God do his thing. Um, and I also think we also often forget that like a byproduct of being obedient, saying yes to God, is rest and peace. Like, that's there, you know? And so I think it's just important um, for us to, for me at least, I need to remember okay, first I need to surrender, because this all sounds great, but how do I do this, you know, and just mm. getting out of my own way, um, yeah. and just saying, Lord, this is all I got, but I know that you take little and do much with it, right, so just remembering that, because I think we psych ourselves up, like, oh, I'm not the best speaker, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, yeah. I still have, and it's yeah. like, God just wants you to say yes, and he, yeah. like you said, like, he will show up and do the rest. So. That's the thing, it's like, I, I was scared to do my testimony, and so... I just, you know, I prayed before I got here, and I was like, I'm here, I showed up, but please help me figure out how I'm saying it so I can help somebody or touch somebody or whatever, Um, because I don't know how how to say it, I don't even know um, the right way to say it, but help use me to speak to someone, and so, yeah, sometimes you just gotta show up. And it's crazy, because I was telling her, I don't know if I told y'all, but... um, I can see like how many views on each episode I get and the podcast where she shared her testimony out of all six episodes that's up right now has the most views out of every episode that we've done and she and I told her last night I'm like you were so scared when I told her at church she just saw her face she's like uh okay yeah I'll do that and then she came in and got behind the mic and got super comfortable and just let it go and out of that step of obedience and out of that step of faith um, you know, my highest viewed yet, <laughs> yet my highest viewed, uh, episode. So, and that's not what it's for. I'm just, you know, it's just, it's crazy that that had to be, it, it was that one episode mm-hmm. where she freshly baptized, a brand new start. Like, okay, God, here I am shaping, and mold me uh, who you want me to be and freaking out about how she was going to do her testimony and she did it and... You know, now look at her. Look at her. You know. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah, I mean, how how what's your your take on it there, Keegan? Man's been over here just chilling and listening, y'all. I was like, I'm just waiting just for it. Ideas. <laughs> yeah. so, what's your take on it though? Uh, Any answering scriptures? the call, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, honestly, my experience with that is getting back into church because I took a lot of time off from going to church. Grew up in the church, obviously, but then you grow up and you do your own thing. Yeah. And started the band and started to do stuff that I normally didn't do and, uh, you know, drugs, alcohol, stuff like that. And uh, then I met you. Yeah, you did. uh, (laughs) You were sitting in my life. You, I know you said I'd spark. It's the other way around, buddy. Yeah, same for me with you. If I hadn't met you, you know, I don't know where I'd be right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of gave me that little. So I answered the call. I got baptized February of this year, and then uh, been trying to live right ever since. Uh, a year and a half clean. Yeah. So, Congrats, um, last show over at Two Trees, I prayed at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did a bunch of drunk. Rednecks and just prayed. Excuse me, guys. Let's have a word of prayer. (laughs) Y'all need it. A guy in the back with a butt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yes, that's cool, man. But yeah, and then the podcast. Started doing the podcast, and then I'm working two jobs, so I didn't have time for it. You know. But then you started doing it, right? And then what's crazy about when you started doing it is you do it on Sundays now. And I'm it's off on day Sundays. Off. It's my day off. So, yeah, everything yeah, happens yeah. for a reason. And it was your first time at Elevation Church today. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Was, uh, I loved it, dude. It was absolutely, it's, like a, it's like a wraparound prayer for me, y'all, because, um, like I said, I did not want to start a podcast because I didn't want to cross boundaries with anybody. I didn't want to make anybody feel like, but I had to answer the call. No matter how uncomfortable it was going to make me feel, I had to answer the call. And when I did... Keegan got on this podcast, and now he's starting to attend Elevation, and it's like it's like you know what I mean. It's like confirmation. It's like okay, I made the right the you right did. move. You know what I mean. And you met them, and then I met you them. Met these lovely more people, people too. So. Yeah, so so nice these people are to me. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, so I guess the question that's posing myself but for everybody is we talk about you know just just be obedient and rose you touched on it a little bit it's like just be obedient but we have to surrender um do y'all think there's steps to surrender for anybody that like i, I want to do it but it's just so you know and i know it's personal personal walks y'all but is there really steps to surrender or just something you just do as crazy as that seems, like you just like Nike's, like just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, is, is it like that, or is it like what 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 yeah. steps did y'all did y'all actually personally take in your lives? Starting with Tara, this is your podcast. Okay. Let's let's do it. I don't mind. Um, well, <laughs> I I don't really I didn't really have steps. I guess I mean I guess I could have, but I my one giant step was I had to hit rock bottom. So bad. Um, that's what had me surrender um, everything to God and say, like, hey, you got everything. 
I'm literally here for you and that's it. And I know I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And so that's what, that was my biggest surrender. I don't know. I mean, obviously the steps leading up to it was, um, years of like depression and anxiety and all of that and bad relationships. But, um, at the end of the day, that's what brought me to where I am today. That biggest surrender was hitting rock bottom. Yeah. Um, I, um, sorry, just lost my train of thought. Here I am. Um, our church has a really rad ministry called Celebrate Recovery at Church. And it's, that's a whole nother podcast to go into, but it's just for anyone who's struggling with hurts, habits, hangups, anything. And the first thing, the first like step that we talk about is acknowledgement. Acknowledging that I do not have this all together. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that I'm struggling and need help with someone or someone to help me so for me that is the first step is acknowledging that dang i i'm not in control like i Mm. am not i need to be dependent on on the lord like being aware of that and saying it out loud for me that is the very first step of what surrender looks like is just acknowledging that i am not who i think i am like i'm not as great as i you know really think i am and that i'm in control of my life and everything so that's how it's no Jacob anymore. You're Israel. I hear you, buddy. That was a that was an episode that we did where I brought that up with the story of Jacob wrestling with God, mm-hmm. and uh, he changed his identity. Um, God changed his identity because he was wrestling. He's like, God, I'm not gonna let you go until you bless me. But God had asked Jacob what his name was, as if you didn't know already. But um, Jacob's like, I'm Jacob. He had to admit who he was as mm-hmm. Jacob. He was a guy, cheat, a thief. That's when when he found out, okay, this is who I actually am. God's like, that's not who you are. You're no longer Jacob. You're Israel. So if that was every time me and Keegan was talking, I was like, uh, I was like, we're no longer Jacob. We're Israel. So, but what about you? What was your steps to? Uh, well, I think it's similar to what Tara said. Uh, hitting rock bottom. Yeah. Literally, the worst. I mean worst of the worst um and and i guess putting my pride aside and realizing uh yeah tiff you you're not doing this okay (laughs) you really need some help now and uh then you just kind of in that desperation which was in the sermon too Mm -hmm. just literally being so desperate you just it's like an automatic response to surrender Mm -hmm. and I still, to this day, will surrender when things get tough. Like, it's not all happy, great days. Like, there's moments that it's just me and God. And I literally, I mean, if it even comes down to, like, getting on my hands and knees and literally laying it all out. Because it just gets to that point sometimes, and that's all you have. And that's all you know how to do. And that's, I mean, that's it. You're giving it all. I'm, like, literally saying, Jesus... It's at your feet now. Like, I don't know what else to do. And in that moment, I feel like there's, like, a peace that comes over you after you do that. And, like, your whole heart is in it. You're not just going through the motions. You're actually literally just your whole heart is into surrender. I think there is a a moment that just comes over and you just feel a tranquil, like, peace. Because you let it go. You let it out. You You let it go. You gave it all up. And then you can get back on your feet again. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he will, like, 
your path. Yeah. He's the lamp. Yeah. So it's crazy that you said that because the first time I actually heard Tara speak more than five words, she said in the <laughs> e group one time we was talking about it, and she said that um, once you hold, just give up everything. It's like I've always heard there's freedom and surrender, yeah. and once she she said once you give up, it's like just a massive weight. Yeah. Just, and it just it's so easier to wake up and go about your day in the morning time when you're not sh- stressing or worried about well this that and the third that's because yeah. it's it's no longer bottled up in you you're no longer facing it alone you have this great and powerful god with you who has been there before you and it's i, don't, I guess having him knowing him that he's with you yeah. all the way yeah you definitely get that freedom that weight lift because weightlifting off of you because you're just like okay I'm good like I got God with me and um I don't have to worry stress because at the end of the day God's got me and God only wants what's best and has a plan and you know you just gotta trust that and it's very freedom weightlifting off it's like the song um come again yeah, that's why yes. I can't. This empty space is what, is what I you're wanted all along. Well, yeah. you can't give, you don't have an empty space if you're holding on to everything. Exactly. So once you let that all out, it's an empty space, and that's it's all it wants. Because he wants to fill it with love and everything. That's such a good song. Yeah. How about you there, big, big guy? When was there, what was your your stepsister? I, I, I know already, but just for the benefit of the listeners, what was your steps to surrender or your surrendering moments? Like, okay, God, this is you. Uh, the day I was cursing God and almost died of a heat stroke, same day, basically let me know, like, I am real. <laughs> like, And so, yeah, that was a bad time in my life, though. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, once you get saved, you know, you got a jacket on, using yeah. a... Analogy. Analogy, yeah. Not really good with big words like that. <laughs> Use an analogy. So you got this jacket on, right? And you're, you you know, you're saved. You're asking your God to forgive you. You're taking it off one strip at a time, and then it gets stuck right here. You're like, man, I, I'm surrendering. Mm. You know, why ain't you taking everything mm. from me? Mm. You know, it's just stuck right there, man. Just a little bit more, and it'll be off your good. Well, I've learned that even though I surrender, I still struggle. Some of the stuff that used to haunt me mm. back then. Um, not doing it, mm. but the temptations of it. Oh, for sure. And um, But it's kind of like I said the last podcast, the reason why it's not coming off, because if everything, like you said before, if everything, we had nothing to worry about. We mm. knew our future. We knew everything. Mm. Like you said, we wouldn't need a God. So if he took away everything after you get saved, why would you pray to him mm-hmm. if he took away everything? Yeah. He's going to keep some of that on you just so you can call on to his name. It's a reminder for you to realize that he's still with you and got you. and yep. Yeah. Got to remember our path, right, Rosie? Yes. Mm. Me and Rosie had that conversation um, a few weeks ago. You ever take a detour? A detour? Yeah, like you're trying to get to a destination. There's like a detour. Oh, yeah. I use then that, you that wind up getting on up the, to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like taking a detour. Yeah, I use that analogy. God always brings you back. Mm-hmm. It's where you need to go. Yep. Even though you take a detour, if you're ever using GPS and you're driving down a back road somewhere and you have, okay, I started here, I need to get here. If you make a wrong turn, it's going to say, 
rerouting. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, even though you took a detour, you're still going to wind up. Or proceed to the route. Like yeah. 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 Like, you're still going to wind up where going. you started off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. That's cool that you, that you remember that. But I think for me, my surrendering moment, well, I have moments, unfortunately, in my life. But the big one for me was. I think we all do. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a daily thing. Surrendering is a daily, daily thing. Oh yeah, dude. But, because yeah. it's yeah. yeah, the world we live in now, dude, is so anti-God. <laughs> it's yeah. so easy to get distracted. Yeah, I think mine was when my dad died, honestly, because um, for the longest time, and I shared this in E Group, for the longest time, my faith was my dad's faith. My walk with God was my dad's walk with God. I didn't have my own. I was, um, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of him, which is it's fine, whatever. But you, when he died, it it kind of like hit me. I was like, oh man, it's like I I don't have my dad to ask these questions to anymore. I don't have my dad to kind of you know tell me it's like, hey, you know, that's not right to do. You know what I mean? And I had to solely. And honestly, depend on nothing but God. Um, and, you know, because my mom and my sister, if y'all listen, I love y'all to death. But um, they weren't where my dad was spiritually. And where my dad was spiritually is where I wanted to be. So I wholeheartedly leaned on him for everything. And when he died and I realized that, yo, I have to do this. In my mind, I'm like, oh, man, I got to do this on my own. I like for for a split second I forgot who God was that He existed. I'm like I'm just stuck out here on my own, and that was my my moment when I was crying out, you know, because I was like three days. I just like wouldn't come out my room, you know. And uh, when I finally came to my senses, got all my grieving out, I was like, Yo, this is something that I got to do on my own. And the funny part about it is, is I didn't start doing it on my own even past that point. I didn't start doing I didn't fully surrender until I met Keegan. I didn't fully surrender everything. I mean, I knew who God was, and I tried, you know, let me try reading my Bible. I'm going to try reading Proverbs. And it lasted a week, two weeks, and then I'm just back to doing whatever. It was just like an emotional thing. And um, But when I fully, fully surrendered, um, and it sounds bad, my dad... <laughs> can I say this without sounding just like a Manson? Uh, it took my dad's death for me to fully surrender. And that is mm-hmm. the creepiest thing I thought I'd ever say. thought I'd never say that. But it took him to die for me to fully give it up to God. And now that my heavenly, my earthly father was gone, I forgot that I had a heavenly father. And... Um, I was I tried the you know the steps back and forth back and forth months here weeks there or whatever, and then I was hanging out you know I went through a really 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 serious breakup I thought was gonna be my wife breakup, and I uh, so I started going to the bar and just depending on alcohol forgot I put my Bible up literally I put it up in a in my closet and just forgot about it and. Um, I was like, you know, this isn't of God. You know, I was just mad at God. And um, started going to Twin Oaks, started spending all my money on alcohol. And one night, Keegan and his band came in, 
came in and a buddy of mine named Jake, like, yo, this is a buddy of mine, check him out. So I listened to it. I was like, oh, you know, dude can sing. Dude's got pipes. So I, I introduced myself. So every time he came back, I, you know, was like, hey, man, good to see you. Wish I ain't got some time. And there was one night that he came and played, and it was a very, 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 very good night, if y'all, you know what I mean? Dude. And, and, um, the next morning, the next sucked. morning sucked, yeah, but, um, but that night was good, though. And we started talking, and, you know, for some reason, like I said at church today, some reason when you're around alcohol, you talk more about God when you're drunk than when you are sober. And me and Keegan, we were sitting there like, you know what, man? I think we should do a podcast, man. I was like, okay, that's whatever. I didn't know what, I, I was like, I'm down. Like, if you're with me, I'm down. I've never done it before. So, luckily, Chris had a microphone and we started a podcast. And then he got baptized. And I saw, I'm like, this guy that I literally was drinking with, slap face drunk with, couldn't even walk back to the, I, I live right over there. I, it took like an hour and a half for me to get back to my house. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those, you know, and yeah. And, uh, and, um, I saw him like, yo, this guy, God can do that with him. I know that he could, you know, take everything, Romans eight twenty eight. Like, I knew the scriptures. I just wasn't applying them. And then um, that was my surrendering moment. I was like, okay, God, I'm going to give you it. And it's weird because I put God on the timeline. Like, you know, I was like, okay, God, I'm going to give you one last chance. You know what I mean? It's like what I said something. I'm going to give you one last chance to prove that you're real in my life. And, uh... It's it's been amazing ever since, and um, so yeah, that that was my surrendering moment. There wasn't, it wasn't just a one time solid thing. It wasn't just okay, I'm surrendered. Like some people can rattle off, I've been saved since June fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, there's some people that have that moment, like that one time thing. But for me, I'm not saying it because I was a preacher's kid. But for me, it's been all my life, up and down. I surrendered. Yeah, I surrendered. I oh, forget about. I sur- You know what I mean? And uh, but this time is this time's different. When I surrendered this last time, I, I fully gave him everything because I had nothing else. Yeah. I mean, you know, my the woman I thought was gonna be my wife left. I had one budget to control the whole apartment, all the bills. When I moved in off of two budgets, now I just had one. Uh, and that budget I was wasting on at the bar. You know what I mean? So it was just me and the cat. I'm like, God, I have nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he went through it. That's my bro, you know what I mean? So when when I came to him, like, okay, God, I have nothing else to try to hold back from you. There's nothing else for me to try to hold back. So I gave it all. I literally gave it all. And I was, like like you talk about, I was literally downstairs in my living room. I moved the coffee table out of the way, and I put on some worship over the Xbox. And I literally prostrated in front of God. I was like, and I was like, you take everything everything and um it's just been an amazing amazing trip so far so um it's almost like the first podcast because you weren't comfortable with doing oh my god just like you you're dude. not comfortable with it now you are but at first you weren't oh man that it first was like podcast a, it was, was like so a, bad it's like an entering state yeah for you to do what you're doing now yeah that's what i, I never think. thought about it like that that's what those I five episodes that we did was like a even after training process even after like the podcast like after we quit because dude i feel like i did then now 
like these past couple of weeks because after we quit doing the podcast, yeah, I we lost contact for a while. We lost contact for like a week or two, dude. Yeah, like I kind of like went like you said. You get you yeah. go you stop, yeah, and that was me like two weeks ago. I just not drugs, but drinking. Mm. Started drinking again. Mm. Had more shows coming, mm-hmm. but what's cool is is we had a show last night and. Dude, I only had like three beers yeah. in a max of six hours. Yeah. Just spaced it out. Because yeah. I wanted to make it to church today. I made mm-hmm. it a point. Mm-hmm. Believe me, everybody tried to talk me into staying later. <laughs> I did not. Zoe would have killed me because she was out waiting on me. <laughs> you know, can you imagine? I Standing wouldn't be by here. the truck. Wouldn't have made it. You'd probably be dead. Wouldn't have made it to church today. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. funeral services. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh like, my God. So... Zoe's crazy. No. <laughs> I don't think you understand. No, she, <laughs> I love you, Zoe. Like, like, this, what you <laughs> like when when she, like when she loves you, she loves you. you know yeah, yeah. Like, Zoe's, like, Zoe's scared me out of kindness before. <laughs> <laughs> Over at your apartment, yeah. we was doing a podcast. Like I saw her get mad. I'm like, Zoe, you okay? She's like, No. I was like. Okay, well, I'm going to sit on the couch over here for a while and you stay over there in the kitchen. You know? Go out on the back porch. Because when she's cooking, though, I guess it's a... Yeah, you just stay out. When, when a woman's like a, in the... Yeah, dude, it's when she's cooking. Wait. Do y'all get aggravated when y'all yeah, cook? Yeah, Okay, like, I looked Joey at Josh. No, I was like... <laughs> I, I went out back and Josh looked. I said, bro, come outside. But, yeah, that's crazy. Then she made cheesecake, and then she was happy because mm. she made cheesecake. Oh, that's me and brownies. Yeah. <laughs> I love brownies, man. Jersey Mike's has, like, some really good chocolate chip brownies. <laughs> like, no lie. So, um... Sorry, I'm getting... No, you're good. Yeah. No, um... She brought up brownies. And... <laughs> I, I was gonna just say, going back to your daily, like, um... Oh, dang. Surround, surrender. Um... I was <laughs> save. Good save. Um, that it is a daily thing. Be, I mean, as little or as big as you want, because I know when I get stressed out with work, you know, I got to remind myself that you know it's not the end all be all, and that God's God got me. And um, whether it's um, or worrying about something when you have no idea what's going to happen, sometimes you just got to remind yourself that you know. God's got you, and um, it's a. It could be a daily surrender if you really want or need to. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you're all right, buddy. You're <laughs> <laughs> over here dying. I'm really not like trying. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a daily thing. Even <coughs> you know that's why I always say that your that your your walk with Christ is a daily thing because. You daily have to deny. I know I have daily have to deny my flesh. Yes. Uh, that daily have to behind me. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. I daily have to. But to, what's cool is His mercies are new every day. Too. Amen. You know. Amen. So uh, once you ask forgiveness, He forgets about what you did. Yeah. That's why it says in the Bible. It says, "Don't ask for for." If you keep asking forgiveness for the same thing, right? Like, you've already done something, and you've already been forgiven. Mm. If you keep asking forgiveness, it's almost as if he doesn't know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. you're already forgiven for that. I read that somewhere. I don't know. I've heard that. I don't know if it's in the Bible. Too. But I've heard that. Yeah. Might have been a Facebook meme. Might have been. <laughs> Facebook is very, like, fake news sometimes. 
have it. They'll put like fake news. They'll put a quote from Gandhi on there, and Gandhi didn't even say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do good, Gandhi. It's like I didn't even say that. Don't mind that noise. It was just terror destroying. But since you just brought yourself back in the picture, Tara, if you could leave. Any, oh no, if you could, it's not just, I should have not paused. Like, if you could just leave now, yeah. no, no, no. If you could, if, if you could no. leave anybody, it's gonna be hearing this, like with a thought concerning your, your topic. I leave. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, Get out of here. No, concerning your topic and concerning everything that we talked about. If you could leave the listeners with any thought or, you know, challenge or whatever, yeah. what would it be? Three seconds ago. Oh, okay. Um, Time's up. Y'all are great. I would... You guys have been a great crowd. <laughs> I, um, I would say I would challenge you to, you know, put aside your pride and your plans that you have um, that, or what you think God... Or your vision of what you have your life to be like I would honestly put all that aside and just you know show up to whatever God has for you and let him be open and let him speak to you because um you know he he will talk to you if you honestly listen and you've no idea what will come from it I mean I literally the past several months is literally a testament to that of me just showing up and seeing what happens and not thinking, oh, this will be this and that will come from that. Um, because at the end of the day, like you, if you had all the answers, you wouldn't need God. And so therefore you do need him because you don't have any control of your plan or your purpose. And so you need him. You got to trust him and have faith in him. Um, so I challenge you to, yeah, just listen and show up and see what happens and what comes from it. I agree now, with that. I leave? <laughs> no, you don't need to leave. Please don't leave. That would make me feel bad. But um, that was a good challenge. You know, I accept the challenge. I'm gonna make it a challenge for this week. Yeah. You know, try to be more open to things that God may have in store for me, but I've just been not paying attention or been so focused on one thing that I forget to listen for Him. Mm-hmm. Clear my thoughts so I can hear your voice. Yeah, clear my thoughts so I can hear your voice. So, um, so yeah, with that being said, who wants to, you want to pray us out? Anybody? Terrence, your podcast, you want to pray us out? Me, Keegan, you want to pray us out? I can. <laughs> Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. I just want to say thank you for blessing us with another day. Thank you for everything you've done for us, and thank you for blessing us with the time to get together today and speak on your word. Father, I pray that you keep your hands on everybody here and everybody listening and help us all to answer the call when you call us, Father. And uh, I pray that you lead God and direct us, Holy Spirit, and clear our thoughts so we can hear yours, Lord. And just thank you for all you do and thank you for your love and mercy. And I pray that everybody gets home safe. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Amen.